Blog Talk Radio. I was trying to think. Um... It's IWS Radio featuring Buddy Acapella, Guy on Your Dick, Slider Ballscock, Kirk Douglas. Bobby Kraft, Malcolm Eckstein, Meditations by Martin, Reverend Moneymaker, Dixie Ozark, Drew Peacock, Paul Pyatt, and Stubby Stonehenge. Special guest star, Schmoop, with musical guests, Reverend Jim and the Wiccans. Uramina, Terramina, Falamina, Halo, Uramina, Terramina, Hala, Mala, Go. And now, straight from the bar, your host, Batman and J-Man. Hola, and welcome, everybody, to I'm With Stupid, a.k.a. IWS Radio, the number one comedy show on Blog Talk Radio for a day. This is the J-Man coming to you live from my luxurious studios here in Redneckville, Arkansas, and sitting right next to me, a few hundred miles to my north-northeast, is a man, the Matt Man, bitches. If we had a presidential election in Canada, I'd vote for Matt Man in both English and French, eh? <laughs> Cheers, greetings, and as Jay said, welcome to IWS Radio. This is the Matt Man coming to you live from my palatial digs here in Bagwan, Ohio. And Jay Man, I have to run mm-hmm. for president of Canada because that, if I only got one vote, that is one sexy vote right there. The only vote you'd want. It's the only That's vote that would only- matter. And I, w- I would want to recount on it, too, over and over again. <laughs> I don't care what it would take. I would make sure I got that vote. That's oh, yeah. Right. Get so bag, get down, down on my knees. Oh. Yes. Oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 I was just saying. I didn't want to get creepy so early. We can revisit <laughs> well, we the... We can re- <laughs> revisit the voting with Jamie, our favorite Canadian, later in the show. Uh-huh. Well, we can we like, can get creepy at any time. Yeah, I, I would like if Jamie was voting. I'd like to get in to the voting machine. You know, the one with the old curtains that you pulled. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You pull that lever. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, uh-huh. that one. Pull that one. <laughs> Harder. Oh, what? <laughs> All right. Anyway, anyway, how's things with you, Matt Man? Well, Jay Man, the weather still sucks. Uh, oh, that's yeah, very unfortunate. And, and, yeah, and um, it really sucks Friday. And let me tell you why. I'm at the beer mine. Located mm-hmm. conveniently in Bagwine, Ohio, at the corner of Elmore and Burnett Road. And it's busy. I mean, it's really busy. 
and we were supposed to get a dusting, a dusting of snow, according to I know how that is. <laughs> Jamie Simpson uh-huh. of Storm Center Seven, WHIO. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, well, about seven o'clock, the eh, six o'clock, the snow started falling, and then it got faster and harder and icier, and but everything went to hell. I froze in hell, Mike. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, hell froze over. It did. And it's bad enough that I'm trying to wait on customers and keep the uh, the lot clean. Uh, well, we're getting towards the end of the night. It's about 8.15. And this older guy who saw me shoveling snow, he pulls into the into the beer mine. And I have to drop my shovel, which pissed me off because I'm, I'm getting towards my goal, you know, Jay? Uh-huh. So I have to stop everything, go on, wait on him, and he wanted like a bottle of pop. But he said to me, yeah, you know, he's like late 50s, early 60s. He said, are you guys doing any hiring? And I said, well, no, not at the moment. And he said, well, I'm retired and I work at Walgreens, but it's a little much for me. I'd like to work somewhere where, where I didn't have much to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to do like you and not do much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's lucky. I left. The, he's lucky I left the shovel out in the lot when I went in because it would have been upside his old head. <laughs> but you did shake up his uh, his twenty ounce bottle of pop, yeah, didn't you? Of course. Yes, I did. <laughs> Good. Oh, my God. Maybe it's yeah, that's sprayed a way all to get over him at a stoplight. Uh-huh. <laughs> it would have even been uh-huh. better if I was the owner. Yeah. Hey, I want to work where you do, you know, where I don't have to do anything. That really uh-huh. that'll get you the job. So, uh, sir, uh, why do you want to work here? Honestly, it just doesn't look that hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I want to get his name. I want to get his name and number and hire him for a day. <laughs> Just uh-huh. leave him by himself. So, see how he handles meth Make addicts sure. and <laughs> counts change. <laughs> Make sure it's a, a day where there's four to six inches of snow coming down in uh-huh. two hours. Well, I can't do both. Well, you're going to have to, pal. I don't care what condition your pacemaker's in. You're going to do it, and you're going to do it now. <laughs> he probably retired from a government job. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Trying to find something where he do even less than he did there. <laughs> <laughs> probably got tired of right. retired just when they were replacing those computers with... You know, the rolling tapes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the Univac 8000 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to learn this Windows Vista stuff, man. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> I well, mastered 3.1. <laughs> he kind of touched upon that because he said he likes it at Walgreens, but there's so much to do because... They got the computer screen, and they got these Walgreens cards, these point cards. It's just too much yep. to keep track of. 
But all she did was just run the card under the scanner, right? Well, that's what I thought, but Yeah, pretty sure that's what they did with mine. I got one of the, I got a Walgreens bonus rewards card. You betcha I did. Uh huh. Well he doesn't like that's it. How you get, well, that's how you get those three twelve packs of Pepsi for only ten dollars every once in a while. Yeah, excellent. You gotta have that card. That's right. So yeah, the uh, weather wise the entire week was crap and he put an exclamation point on it. Good. I mean, oh, damn. Yeah, that's, that's unfortunate. Your, your weather's been about pretty much the same, hasn't it? Um, no. Really? It was. Uh, no, really. Yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been sunny and uh, it's really? gotten warmer and warmer every day this week. It, it was sixty degrees today. Oh, is that um, right? Yeah, yeah. It uh, it's been in the fifties. Last three days, there's the only uh, snow you can find anywhere in town is little patches of it in front of the building on the north side where no sun has gotten to, and uh, you know where they've uh, where they've plowed the snow and it's kind of you know a little pile of dirty, nasty, gross-looking snow. Yeah. Other than that, it's all gone and the streets are dry and uh, the car washes are are busy and people are smiling and kids are playing and you know. Good for you. I know. I'm I know. happy for you. I'm glad. I knew you would be. I knew you would be. I was able to go out today with uh, no jacket, just the heel shirt sleeves. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Roll the window down in the car, you know, get that fresh wow. air coming in. Yeah. I still do that here, yeah. even in 20-degree weather, but it's because I'm smoking. <laughs> it, it's a really right. pleasurable smoke, too. <laughs> Almost not worth it, right? Almost. Yeah, it's bearable because I'm sucking on a cough <laughs> drop as as I'm smoking my cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> I would open the sunroof, but uh, eh, it doesn't work. <laughs> so, <laughs> huh. that's a shame, and I mean that. Yeah. Shout out to the folks in the chat room. Got a few guests yeah, in there got nice. lined up. Yeah. Got some guests. We got Sue and, of course, the aforementioned How you doing? Jamie. And I got a little Favorite bone Canadian. to pick with, uh, with Jamie. J-Man. Ooh, do you now? Yeah, well, there's several bones I'd like to pick on her, but mm-hmm. this one sticks out right well. So to speak. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> yeah. You know what yesterday was in Canada, J Man? I, I guess it wasn't just Saturday, right? No. It was Flag Day. Once really? again. Yeah. Once again, the Canadians have to do something before the Americans. What's up with that? I know. Flag day on a Saturday. Yeah. In January. Six months, nearly six months before ours. Just like Thanksgiving. Yeah. What What flag were they celebrating? (laughs) Probably the Queen's flag. 
That's weird. Yeah. Just up and randomly had Flag Day, did they? Yeah, because ours is in June, and, well, we got to beat the Americans to it. Yeah. Are they celebrating President's Day Monday? They should. Oh, they probably did that. They they probably did that in January. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just hoping, you know, Canadians should definitely celebrate American President's Day. Yeah. Because, you know. Because they don't have one of their own. They're good have, friends. Oh. Yeah, what are they called? Prime right. Minister. Ooh. Yeah, I doubt they do that. Prime Minister yeah. Day. Well, especially with with the one they have now, they probably call it Tapioca Day. Yeah. <laughs> or kiss the dry toast day. day. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Boring white man day. Anyway, I already saw, I've already seen people on on Facebook whining, crying. Uh, kids have to go to school on President's Day, but they didn't have to on MLK Day. Oh, and God. and what's your point? It's it's up to your school district to make those decisions. <laughs> yes, but I have Our to whine about it publicly to quasi yeah. make a point. Well, it's, it's, this was never a problem till that black guy was elected president. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> never even noticed it. And in fact, it still wasn't a problem until he got reelected. <laughs> <laughs> Those black people had to double down and put him in for another term. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The white people are the put-upon people now in this country. As are heterosexuals and Christians. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Only making up, you know, 96% of the government. <laughs> Damn it. It's an outrage. <laughs> and plus, I hate all these non-Christian presidents we've been electing in the <laughs> recently. <laughs> all zero of them. Damn it. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh-huh. Man, there's a lot going on in there, Jamie. There is. It's a busy, busy weekend. Got the Olympics Olympic, going on over Valentine's there. That's the uh, NBA All Star Game. NBA oh, All Star yeah. Game going on a little bit. Yep. In fact, it was All Star Weekend. Well, does the All-Star NBA weekend interfere with the playoffs? Or was are they still playing the playoffs from last season? Because, frankly, I lose track with the NBA. No, not. They begin at the end of the season here, you know, oh. in the spring, yeah. late spring. It's kind of a long season. <laughs> yeah, play, like, play 82 games. Why does it seem Baseball, like they play a, I don't know. Baseball, they play what? 816,000 games over the summer? Something like that. Every day there's another game. It's ridiculous. Hmm. Charles Barkley interviewed President Obama. And we were a little upset about that. 
Well, you know, he could have come on here, too. Frankly, I think he should have come on here before he uh, sat down with the Chuckster. Right. Besides that, Barkley's interview with him was terrible, just terrible. It was, wasn't it? That <laughs> was terrible. That was the worst interview ever. That was terrible. <laughs> yeah, and I heard Obama said afterwards. He's a jackass. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> I love Charles Barkley. He's just like uh, Charlie Sheen. I mean, he's benefited from uh, <laughs> from low expectations on a <laughs> level that we can only dream of. Uh-huh. So a guy through a plate gas- glass window, that's just Chuck being Chuck. Just Chuck being Chuck. I don't like that. You know, yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. I was thinking about I could just get crazy on Facebook or something, and it'd just be, oh, that's old Maddie being Maddie. <laughs> yeah, Matt. Just got into that wild Irish rose, and there he went again. That's right. <laughs> I mean, Barkley gets pulled over for speeding in Phoenix. They get him out, give him a breathalyzer. He fails the breathalyzer. They ask him where he's going, and he's, oh, I was going to pick up my hooker. He didn't even, you know, try to come up with a lie. He just told them. And everybody laughs. Oh, oh Chuck, you're so funny. <laughs> well, I'll tell you who else is close to that. Status that would be Bobby Petrino. <laughs> yeah, well, Bobby Petrino's about That's there just too. Bobby P being Bobby P. That's right. Yeah, yeah, no problem. We'll just give him another contract at three and a half million dollars a year. Exactly. Coach our young men take these boys and mold them into good, decent, yeah. moral young men like him. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Good old Bobby. All right. So you've been watching the Olympics? What's that? You've been watching the Olympics? Oh, you know it. <laughs> that sounded kind I of sarcastic to me. Oh, no. Well, yeah, it is. I watched some curling. <laughs> watched a little hockey. Yeah. USA, USA. I'll tell you what, I am really a huge fan of the Summer Olympics. The Winter Olympics, yeah. Yeah, you know, snowboarding, aerials, the half pipe, or is it half pipe? No, it's pipe. Whatever. Well, why a slider? Yeah. The thing is, with the Winter Winter Olympics, especially this year, J-Man, I'm sick of seeing snow. <laughs> yeah. And it, well, I'm I'll tell you what, not, a, only, I'm, well, I'm not, not, not only was I sick and tired of the – sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> well, don't you go ahead. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'm not even a big fan of watching <laughs> golf on TV, but I put it on the – Golf Channel 24-7 just so I can see green grass. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I, was, I wasn't particularly happy last weekend. You know, we had snow and ice on the ground. It was freezing cold. And they were talking about how it was in the 50s over in Sochi where they're holding the Winter Olympics. Yes. So, yeah. It's not fair. It's a little rough. 
Oh, it's ridiculous. I mean, I do like downhill skiing, pure flat-out downhill skiing. I got turned on. I'll tell you what, a little Olympics memory. 1976, Franz Klammer. The guy was a maniac back then in his time. Mm -hmm. He went all out. He was awesome. And I'll tell you what, I was also in love with Dorothy Hamill. Well, who wasn't? America's sweetheart. With her, her short black hair, a little bob cut. What a cutie! Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's a yeah. They're Winter Olympics. They're okay. They're watching the curling. Very oh. disappointed. Very disappointed. In Team USA, not very good. No. And don't, we have to rectify don't that, prayer. don't we? Yeah, we've got to do something about that. And uh, there is a proposal. Mm-hmm. Which well, over was on the website. On our website. Which was posted on our website this week at IWSradio.com. Right. Gay man's got and it all Yep. Yeah. And, of course, today, our person of the week is uh, TJ, TJ Oshie, Team yeah. USA Hockey, who uh, had the game winner against the Ruskies. This weekend. Yes. Oh, that was always that was exciting. Right in front of Putin. I mean, what balls on that guy? I think he probably waved at Putin after he scored. Yeah. What do you think of that, huh? You know, Putin is a short, short man. Did you know that? Well, I was going to say he probably said, "Hey, hey, hey, you! Why don't you stand up? Oh, you are. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, do you need a booster seat? Get a little better view hey. of the match? No, no. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, there's that. But the curling teams are not very good, and the Russian women's curling team is not very good either. And I, I decided this week that Anna Sidorova is the Anna Kornikova of curling. Of curling. Yeah. yeah. She looks good well, out there. There's worse things good in the world. Enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, true. <laughs> Yeah, but she, you know, she looks good out there, and she can, you know, do well enough to, you know, be on prime time, but can't quite come through in the clutch. Nope. Yeah, yeah, kind of didn't do well under pressure. Yeah, well. Maybe, uh, maybe Putin should find a way to put her under some pressure, toughen her up. Yeah, if he could climb up or. Yeah. <laughs> she probably beat him down with that broom of hers. <laughs> or something. Or something. Well, I tell you what, Matt, things have been pretty wild here in uh, in Redneckville the last few weeks. Really? Well, I already I told you uh, a couple of weeks ago. Three weeks ago, whenever the hell it was, about yeah. uh, the uh, the city turning down the Love Thy Neighbor <laughs> Award that this organization had, uh, right. had tried to uh, bestow upon us because it was the KKK. Well, uh, things have continued to uh, spiral 
downward Uh-oh. since that moment. And so we uh, we dispatched our, our very own Dixie Ozark Excellent. to uh, find out just what the hell is going on around here. Ripped from the pages of the Almost Daily Times, it's the Redneckville Report with Dixie Ozark for IWS Radio. It's been a wild couple of weeks here in God's country, y'all. First was the dust-up when the city turned down that fancy Love Thy Neighbor Award simply because it was given to us by the KKK. You wouldn't think there'd be much controversy over a decision like that, but let me tell you, the letters to the editor were a-flying. After this kerfuffle, it's pretty obvious that in addition to very questionable grammar skills and a strange love for random commas in their writing, we've got a large number of people here that are downright loony. Next up on the Bad Press Express was the Black History Month presentation down at the library. I'm sure you can guess what happened. That's right, y'all. A bunch of backward-thinking KKK morons who probably haven't checked a book out of that library in their lives, showed up. As the presentation began, each of them pulled little yellow stickers out of their pockets and placed them on their shirts. Those stickers said, Anti-racism is code for anti-white. Man, that's deep. So deep that nobody knows what the hell, uh, heck it means. It's not just race relations that embarrass us in these parts, though. Oh, no. Just this week, the county quorum court found themselves in quite the pickle. They were unable to meet during their regularly scheduled monthly meetings because of bad weather, so they rescheduled for another night. But that wouldn't work either because a couple of members of the court were sick, so they rescheduled again. When they finally met, nobody was sure whether the meeting was legal or not. Seems as though by rescheduling, they didn't provide enough public notice and therefore the meeting was illegal. Or was it? Nobody seemed to know, so they all just voted present and sat there looking at each other for an hour. Unfortunately, they voted against hiring full-time legal counsel for the court last year, so there wasn't anybody there to declare whether the meeting was legal or not. After a while, one of the members got clever and made a motion to declare the quorum court problem a befuddlement, as if they were ever anything but befuddled. Then, of course, they had to discuss whether or not befuddlement is a legitimate legal term. Finally, another member of the court said, let's just shoot this dog and go home. The motion was seconded and they called it a night. Now they just have to figure out if they've met the legal requirement to meet for the month of February or if they need to go and befuddle each other for another hour some night. Crazy days, folks. With the Redneckville Report, this has been Dixie Ozark. Reporting for IWS Radio. I'll see you again soon, if the Lord's willing and the creeks don't rise. You're listening to the number one comedy show on BTR, IWS Radio. Do they do they keep mm-hmm. dogs in reserve in case they have to shoot one? In order to <laughs> I don't know how they do things. that. <laughs> I don't know how they do that. And I was hoping there'd be a letter to the editor or somebody uh, offended by that. Uh, let's shoot this dog and go home line. <laughs> <clears throat> but I, I tell you what, Matt, that actually wasn't 
the end of it. Uh-oh. We have some breaking news. Direct yeah. from the Redneckville Daily Times, which does not come out daily, the Saturday-Sunday <laughs> edition. Headline, White Man March Planned in March. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is it going to be a 30-man L- march? <laughs> I don't know. By James L. White. A white nationalist internet website says a white man march is scheduled in Redneckville in mid-March in conjunction with similar marches across the United States and in other countries as well. (laughs) Billy Roper, founder of the now-defunct White Revolution, I think that was a band, (laughs) nothing but Leonard Skinner songs probably, Uh a Russellville-based group, see, they were group, and website posted a notice on stormfront.org last week announcing the march. All white nationalists in Arkansas or adjoining states are invited to make plans to join us for a peaceful demonstration against (laughs) white genocide (laughs) on March 15th. It does take place every day, J-Man. There needs to be a stop to this. (laughs) We are a community of racial realists and idealists. We are white nationalists who support true diversity and a homeland for all peoples. Thousands of organizations promote the interests and values and heritage of non-white minorities. We promote ours. We are the voice of the new embattled white minority. (laughs) (laughs) And... They have a little thing. I'm going to scan it, and I'll, I'll, I'll put it on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> sure you will. A, they have a little ad here, which the uh, the Daily Times conveniently ran for them, I guess, for free. And it has a guy, a bagpiper on there, and it <laughs> says, Piping up about white genocide. <laughs> oh, my God. What is the White Man March? It's an idea. It will be an international day of pro-white activism. Mm. Mm -hmm. Slogans will be diversity equals white genocide. (laughs) And anti-racist is code word for anti-white. I've seen that before. Well, you posted that before, and that doesn't make sense. <laughs> that still doesn't make any sense, and nobody, they don't even know what the hell it means. The people who put it up don't know what it means. It's kind of a billboard here in town. So anyway, okay. we've uh, we got some big doings coming on up soon, Matt. Well, we well I'd like to come down, but evidently, <laughs> evidently I'm not invited. Oh. I'm not invited because I, I don't live in it. In an adjacent state. No, you don't. You don't live in Missouri or Oklahoma or Tennessee no. or Texas or Louisiana. No. I, I live in. No, I live in liberal, free-thinking Ohio. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you all a bunch of flaming liberals up there. Oh yeah. Yank you Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I think 
they should have dr- they should have drawn the Mason Dixon line a lot higher than it is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> and hey, guess who's in the chat room? Uh oh. Well, who is in the chat room, Jay Man? Hello. My name is Thank Jesse you. Ferg. My name is Jesse Ferg, and I'm in the chat room. He's in the chat room, and he says that white genocide, is that racist or just the proper use of a condom? Hey-o! <laughs> Hey-o! That's not bad. <laughs> you know, I have a theory on that that Jesse touched upon, which I feel creepy, him talking about condoms and me saying touch upon. But, mm-hmm. you know, these... uh these old white conservative legislators they wanna they wanna quash any kind of abortion or birth control because you mm-hmm. know these brown skinned people are out producing us kid wise right yeah well they don't want they they want this to be a white America, not a brown America right. Well, that's what John Gibson said. So the white people got to get out there and make more babies. He did not say that. Oh, yes, he did. Well, there you go. And that's why he's not on so. TV anymore. And that's why he's been fired like six times. God, no, nobody knows where he is. He's probably, he's probably going to show up at the uh, anti-white genocide march. <laughs> Yeah, he probably will be. He'll be the keynote speaker. Uh-huh. And somehow so anyway, he'll, manage on, get, he'll manage to get fired from that, too, somehow. Right. He'll even, he, he will even piss them off. Yeah. Yeah. He will say something that even white supremacists will be standing there going, you've gone too far now, Johnny boy. You're out of here. <laughs> you crossed the line. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so I guess I'll. Uh, I just don't know. I'll have to decide. I might have to go down there and. Uh, you have to go. See how that all plays. Yeah, I know. I mean, you really can't let a, a white genocide march happen in your town and not go see what's happening, right? It's your duty as a member of the press, a member yeah. of the media. I'll go down there as a official representative of IWS World Media. In fact. I might just tell them that's who I am. Yeah, you could get an interview with try, one of them. I try to get a couple of interviews and get it on the show. Yeah, yeah, that's not scary at all. <laughs> you know, you got the hair for it. Yeah, I do have good-looking hair. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm very white. There's not going to be concerned about that. And they might just open yeah, exactly. up to me. Exactly. See? See? It's all working out. 
they might start, you know, how, you know, how did you get into all this white supremacist? I mean, did, you know, tell me about your mommy. <laughs> so well, maybe we'll good. get a couple of phone numbers, get them on the show. Yeah, that'd be great. That would. This week our guest is white supremacist. Yeah. Stan Cobb. So, you got anything exciting like that coming up in Bagwine? No. The only thing we got going on here is an issue over the ice skating rink. Why did it have to be built? Why did it have to be built there? Oh, boy. Ice skating rink. Has it already been built? Yes. Well, then the issue pretty much been settled, hasn't it? (laughs) Well, no. See, one of the city commissioners, one of the city commissioners is a professor at Wittenberg, and now Wittenberg's hockey team is using it as a practice site of such. Oh, so it, is, it isn't available to the public all the time? like it No, be. not all the time, even though it's a public venue. Uh-huh, and the good, uh-huh. decent Christian taxpayers of Bagwine built it, right? Uh-huh. And he uh-huh. purported to be a Luther or a professor at a Lutheran college. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's probably Norwegian descent, don't you think? Copeland? No. <laughs> no. Okay. I just it's kind of kind of the kind of the kind of stunt that one of those Norwegians would pull. Yeah, well, I know. And I'll tell you what, I'm glad to see the Norwegians no longer in first place in the Olympic medal count. Oh, did they lose their uh, first pay- place position? Yeah, I'll tell you what, Guy on your dick's probably pretty happy because the Netherlands, of all people, mm-hmm. those low-water-dwelling, well, tulip-loving people are in first place. Yeah, with their all-orange jumpsuits. Yeah, I saw the uh, uh, my friend Cora, who lives there in the uh, in the Netherlands, posted the picture today of the three Dutch treats standing on the podium. Mm-hmm. The old sweep. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know skiing or snowboarding or something. Tulip tulip picking. Mhm. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, we got that. Well, of course, I guess you do have John Legend in concert coming up this spring. Yes, we do, next month. And in fact, that's probably why you're not allowed to have a white genocide march. (laughs) 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 If you're going to have people like him. Maybe we will after John Legend appears. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe you can later. And as you know, Jay, as it was announced in the paper a couple weeks ago, he'll perform for an hour or so. Or so. That's right. Ish. Yeah, up there, 60 minutes-ish. Yeah. 
I'd stop at 59 minutes if I were him. I would, too. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. I'm John Legend. What are you going to do about it? I'm married to Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> throw, throw a fit all you want. My life's still better than yours. I'll tell you what, Jay, though, um, now that you mentioned John Legend and Bagwine, things in Bagwine are getting better because we have a new restaurant opening. You do? Yeah, just in time for President's Day. Good timing. Yeah, and um, oddly enough, and coincidentally enough, they're a sponsor of this week's show. So let's give them a little shout-out. Hello, Wu-Tang Fillmore here, quick, 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 grandson of our 13th American <laughs> President, Millard Fillmore. I am owner and chef to most exceptional restaurant, Air Force Yum, where everyone who dines here is treated like a president. <sighs> We specialize in presidentially-inspired American cuisine for breakfast, brunch, dinner, or simply drinks and appetizers with good friends. Stop by Air Force Yum. That's Air Force Yum with two great locations just a half a crick away from Beer Mine in Bagrine, Ohio, and across from Hudson's, the People Prison Place in Redneckville, Arkansas. Ow. That's Wu Tang Fillmore's Air Force Yum. Where, while you will never be president, you can always eat like one. Ow. Stay right there and stay tuned to IWS Radio to catch all of the specials we are offering to IWS Radio. Listeners, this is Wu-Tang Fillmore of Air Force Yum, and me, rub you wrong time. Manja! <laughs> when he I love the gong. I do, yeah. too. Now, um, when, it's, when I'm ready to order, do I get to bang that gong? Oh, God, yeah. Bang a gong, baby. Get it on. Hell, yeah. I'll go down there and check it out. Not not the weekend it opens, of course. It's not going to be too, it's going to be too crowded. I'll give oh, it a couple of weeks. Yeah, I know, because you know, all the white supremacists will definitely be visiting a Chinese restaurant. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'll, I'll probably have to go to uh, Daddy Jean's family restaurant. That week, yeah. while they're all at Air Force Yum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so we got that going for us. Hey, you know what we could do? What could we do? We, we could, could open, open the phone, phone lines. Line. Yeah, or at the Yum lines. Exactly. It's six six one two four four. Nine eight five two. There you go. Call us up. 
Tell us what's yep, happening in us your up. neck of the woods. Yeah, tell us about your Valentine's Day, your President's Day, how you feel about the Olympics. Yeah. Huh. Speaking of, how do you feel about the, the Michael Dunn, the Michael Dunn <laughs> jury decision, conviction, hung jury thing? Wait, I'll tell you what, Jay, man. Michael Dunn almost did a bumper for us. Maybe he'll do it this week. Michael Dunn <laughs> ran out of time, though. Yeah, I guess he did. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Convicted of second-degree attempted murder for the kids he shot, but the one he actually killed, we just don't know if we can convict him on that one. I know. I don't get that. That's classic. <laughs> <laughs> and I love all these people on Twitter. These guys who are you know, like auto mechanics, you know, <laughs> operate, you know, plastic injection motors. You just don't understand Florida law. Okay. <laughs> you got me. Well, you got they've me. got a point. Prosecutor. I don't either. <laughs> you got me, counselor. Okay. Jack McCoy. Well, I don't understand Florida law. You shoot a guy and you kill him. Florida. You shoot a guy and you kill him. You get off on that, but you miss the other guys you shot at, and you get found guilty of that. I don't understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are like, you know, I wonder if he was emboldened by the Zimmerman verdict, and I wonder how other people will think. And I'm thinking, well, most of them are thinking, I better go ahead and, you know, Instead of just wounding a kid, I better go up and shoot him again and make sure I kill him so that I won't be convicted. God. What a state. Hey, you don't want to be a mom anymore? Just kill your kid. They won't convict you. There you go. You worried about that five foot seven inch, 145 pound black kid with the Skittles? Shoot him. <laughs> You're all right. Well, he was menacing. <laughs> I was afraid of him. <laughs> you don't like the music another black kid is playing? Just open fire on him. And then go home and order pizza. <laughs> and then you can be uh, Governor Rick Scott and go, I, I don't know what that thing. I don't know what that thing. I don't know what that thing. <laughs> Governor Max Headroom. <laughs> the alien. Boy. So how was your uh, Valentine's Day, Matt? My Valentine's Day was great, J-Man. You know what I got from Schmidt? Well, this is a family show. I got some underwear. <laughs> Some new oh. underwear. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Is it uh, boxers, briefs, or boxer briefs? Boxer briefs. And that's how and I likes. know it. I know it. You're kind of a middle-of-the-road guy. I figured you'd go for the boxer briefs. Yeah. And they're mm-hmm. very comfortable. Yeah, I would say, you know, people who wear boxer briefs are also the ones that in a political argument, to say both sides are equally bad. <laughs> that sounds like me. Hey, 
Hey, the Jaminator would like to speak to us. Oh, really? Yes. I hope she hasn't uh, had the little blue thing question mark up long. Hi, guys. Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> I know it hasn't been long. How you guys doing? I've heard that often. <laughs> Any amount of time that you have to wait is too long, Jamie. Oh, no. Exactly. <laughs> so I wanted to What's happening in the hammer? Tomorrow in um, Canada is not President's Day. However, it's no. what we have. It's what we call Family Day. We've heard so about we, that. Yeah, so really? banks and beer stores and liquor stores and everything will be closed tomorrow, the malls and the grocery stores and everything. Well, how can you be a happy family without a liquor store open? <laughs> well, this is it. You have to plan ahead and buy ahead, you know. Oh, okay. Well, hold on now. This is Canada way of thinking. You guys are going to have family day, and you're going to shut everything down and force people to be around their family? Yeah. <laughs> it's what That's we crazy talk. <laughs> I, I guess it's so that you can appreciate the other 364 days a year. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, didn't so you have enough family, you know, tomorrow. on Thanksgiving? Yeah. You guys had and to put course, up a family at Thanksgiving and Christmas and now again on Family Day. I know, but we have, quite a, we have quite a space in between Christmas and Thanksgiving, as you guys well know. <laughs> yeah, you, know. you have to do it early. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I now you guys have nothing until... Uh, until you celebrate your uh, Independence Day four days before us. <laughs> well, they're J-Man, J-Man. They're quasi-Independence Day. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> they still have the queen on the money now. She's only uh, a figurehead. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's what ind- England says about Canada. Day. Yeah. <laughs> so other than that, where Canada is fully immersed in the Winter Games in the Olympics going on. Of course. On. The, you guys are all uh, about that winter action. Yeah. And so I love all the events, and um, especially the curlers are doing awesome. The women are 8-0. I forget what the men are. are. I think 7-1. Seven and, seven and oh, the women curlers. Two. Especially, hey, Jamie, the, yes. the chick with the uh, sizable nose. She's kind of hot. I don't remember. I have a thing for big noses, and she is kind of attractive. Well, I tell you what, I was watching Canadians against the Russians. And now, mm-hmm. you know, the Canadian curling team, they're, I mean, they're good. They are very good. Yeah. The Russian team is, you know, they're more kind of, you know, style over substance. Mm-hmm. But I did notice the, the Canadian uh, team captain, she looks like a no-nonsense lady. Very serious. She looks like uh, she looks like she probably lays down the law if anybody gets out of line. Yeah, that's Jennifer Jones. Really? I'll just call her. That's a porn name right there. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing, JJ? So yesterday, J squared. uh, J squared. (laughs) J squared. Last night I watched both uh, men and women play the U.S. teams. And the U.S. women gave the Canadians a run for their money. Sadly, but in the end, like one in six or something came up, 
came up just a little short, as always. Yeah, unfortunately, it was a good it was a good <laughs> game though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got some white supremacist stuff happening, eh? Oh yeah. Yeah. Jay. Yep, got the white supremacists come to town. That would be Have pretty they exciting. Been there? Be, be honest. Have um, they all been there? The KKK is listed in the phone book here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I can't oh, yeah. That. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, call you might want to call them up sometime for something, you know. Yeah, exactly. Call them and see what they're doing, you know. Hey, you, you guys know, watching Jake? the NBA All-Star game? <laughs> no? <laughs> you should call them and get got... an interview, J-Man. That's what you should do. Get one yeah. of them on the show. The uh, guy who uh, used to be, I don't, I don't know if he still is or not, but he was the uh, Grand National Grand Jack and <laughs> Grand Poobah. Of the uh, of the KKK uh, lives near here, and he owns a uh, silk screen business. Oh, he T-shirts, <laughs> coffee mugs, and stuff like that. And I was working for a subsidiary of uh, Emerson Electric, right here in in Redneckville, and uh, they were interviewing this guy on 2020 at his place of business, and directly behind him was a coffee mug with our logo on it. Oh, you're <laughs> kidding. Oh, man. <laughs> the interview wasn't even over, and the CEO of Emerson was on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was good times right there. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> hey, I was having a little six degrees of separation from this Chinese food thing, because I've been craving Chinese food, and then you guys played that ad for your sponsor this week. And mm-hmm. Canada happens to be playing China right now in in uh, curling, so it's like you know six degrees of separation. Well, yeah. how about that? You're gonna you're gonna have to get you some Chinese food. Someone then. someone's telling me I need to eat Chinese food. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Jamie. You know, it's weird. If you want to hold if you want to hold on, Jamie. Mm-hmm. If you're hungry for breakfast in the morning. Uh huh. Oh. We have you covered. Really? Hello! Wong Chang Fillmore here with some special breakfast specials for IWS radio listeners. Ready for breakfast? How about trying an Abra ham and cheese omelette? And instead of eating it along with boring slices of toast, try our Mary Todd Rinkin Crazy Bread! If you phone ahead, you can even reserve the coveted John Wilkes booth. Ow. Eggs not your first choice? Perhaps you are more of pancake and sausage kind of person and prefer JFK to Honest Abe. No problem. Order a plateful of our Bay of Pigs in a blanket. The cakes are fluffy and the sausage has a hint of Cuban splices. Bueno! Make sure to tell your lovely hostess, Kimchi Pot, the special code phrase IWS Radio, to get 25% off of your bill. This is Wu Tang Fillmore for Air Force Young, and me, Ravi Wrong Time. <laughs> Oh, 
Well, if that doesn't make your tummy growl, I don't know what will. Exactly. I don't know. I'm craving it. Really yeah. craving You know, it's a weird thing about Chinese food is when you start craving it, you just you just crave it and crave it and crave it, and it never goes away. But if you eat it, you know, two hours later, you're hungry again. Yeah, that's right. It's weird. you think the craving would go away just like the uh, the feeling of being full does. just crazy is what it is. So do you guys have any predictions about uh, who's going to take the gold in the hockey? Are you guys going no. with the American team? I have I, uh, I'm, I'm not a hockey expert. But I would I'm, say that uh, I would say the Russians will win because they're the cheatingest cheaters in the history of cheating. <laughs> They'll no, figure I'm out not. a way. It's the 1972 the basketball game all over again, exactly. man. <laughs> exactly. They'll just bring them back out on the ice and just put some more time on till they, till they finally <laughs> score and win. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping it's going to be the U.S. against Canada, you know, not even have the Russians well, yeah. in it, but that would be an awesome. Well, yeah, because if you want to have a real party, you don't invite the Russians. <laughs> That's right. Besides them. Putin will be in the audience, and everybody will. You know, when they had played the game the other day, usually on the on the dome or whatever, they were putting the score. But because the Americans were winning, they didn't put the score on the Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. on the building. Mm-mm-mm. That's just sad. That's just sad. They're just such small people. He's just a sad little man. He's got that Napoleon complex. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, should I let you guys get on with your show? Well, whatever you want to do. Yeah, you are the show right now. You're welcome here as long as you want. You can hang out with both of us. We could start family day early. Yeah, we could. (laughs) (laughs) We could just go with a little non-traditional family right now. (laughs) My sister's off work, so she's a happy camper. Long weekend yeah. for her. That's good. Jamie, I, I didn't even speaking know Canadians of, uh, work. I thought she just, you know, <laughs> went through life. <laughs> <laughs> Being all happy and drinking beer and playing hockey. Mm-hmm. And enjoying your free health care. Yeah. Eating poutine. Yeah, we do, we do drinking some that. Labatt's Blue. Yeah. Molson Canadian. Whichever yeah, there you go. Your boat. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, uh, speaking of Canada, uh, one of your own made the news this weekend, Jamie. Oh, really? Not Justin Bieber, was it? No, it was uh, Ellen Page. Oh, oh. Yes. I heard. Cute little Ellen Page. Cute little uh, Ellen she, Page. Uh, yep, she came out. She uh, yeah. announced to everybody that she's uh, she's a lesbian. Yeah, she's tired of hiding. A Canadian lesbian, no less. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I thought she already came out. I, I, didn't. <laughs> I don't know anybody who didn't already know she was gay, right? Yeah, yeah. I know. It's like but the worst it's kept just, secret you know, ever. It sort of requires a formal announcement these days, it seems. Apparently so. And I'll tell you, who is uh, speaking of people who are befuddled, 
old Bobby Kraft is a little befuddled about all this coming yes, out. Is he stuff. really? Let's hear what he Uh huh, yeah. Hi, everybody. Bobby Kraft here for Mild Chatter on IWS Radio. You know what doesn't really cheese me off, but I'm really not sure I completely understand? All these people who feel the need to announce publicly that they're gay. I mean, I'm happy for them and all. I think it's great. Mostly because it just doesn't affect me in any way. But I don't know why they do it. Oh, sure, I'm sad that I have to take Ellen Page off of my to-do list. But how likely was it that I was going to get to in the first place? Sure, it's more likely than you, but it still wasn't that likely. Besides, didn't we all already know that Ellen Page was gay? First of all, her name is Ellen. Do you know any other Ellens that aren't gay? I didn't think so. And then there was that roller derby movie that she did with Drew Barrymore. Remember those promos for that? All those pictures of Ellen and Drew kissing and fawning all over each other? Yeah, that wasn't just, hey, here's two hot chicks kissing to turn you guys on action either. You could tell that they were just enjoying the hell out of that and it all looked pretty natural. That's a beautiful thing. Ellen publicly announced this weekend that she is indeed gay. I guess we all like to be polite and pretend that someone isn't gay until they publicly announce that they are, and then it's okay to talk about it. I guess that makes sense, but it's kind of strange that we pick this one subject to finally be polite about. And it seems like that is what forces them to publicly announce that they're gay. Well, I guess maybe that's not entirely true. I mean, we all know that Queen Latifah is a lesbian, even though she doesn't talk about it. And I tell you what, a lot of people get really pissed off that she won't talk to them about the details of her private life. What a strange country we live in. Of course, the other big coming out this week was University of Missouri defensive end and NFL prospect Michael Sam announcing that he is also gay. And boy, did that set off a firestorm of hot takes and dumbass comments. Holy cow, y'all. If you're a gay-hating NFL executive or player, and you want to express your bigotry anonymously, then Peter King will always be there for you. That's a pretty bad look for you, Peter. And that's saying something, because you've had a lot of bad looks over the years. Sam's coming out publicly kind of made sense to me given that he would be the first openly gay player in the NFL. It's important that we use the word openly gay, because we all know that there have been a lot of gay players over the years in that league. I mean, remember when Bill Cower kissed Cordell Stewart right on the lips after a big Steelers win? Yeah, Cordell acted like he'd been there before, if you know what I mean. Also, I always thought Terrell Owens had a bit of a prance to him out there. I don't really know where I'm going with all this. I just know that I never really thought it was necessary for me to announce my heterosexuality other than, you know, to do it in a really subtle way over and over through my IWS reports, making it clear that there's no question about it whatsoever. I also think that Michael Sam is a pretty courageous guy, and I hope he does well. Mostly, I'm totally in favor of Ellen Page and Drew Barrymore doing more photo shoots where they fawn all over each other and kiss each other and snuggle, and I'm very much in favor of me being the photographer who does it. For Mild Cheddar on IWS Radio, 
This has been Raging Heterosexual Bobby Craft. As always, bring in the cheese. Hey everyone, this is Warrior Cat, and you're listening to IWS only on Blog Talk Radio. Mwah! That was awesome. <laughs> All right. Raging heterosexual, Bobby Kraft. There. I didn't know he was raging. I knew he was a heterosexual. <laughs> I didn't know he was raging though. Yeah. I guess he I guess he started taking some steroids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trying to beef up a little bit. But, uh, that he's, yeah, so he's, he's kind of on kind of on this trying to keep something quiet, maybe. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> now stop protest too much. Maybe, maybe. He's kind of on the same page that we were, though, all that, you know. I'm just not sure about this whole uh, public announcement, although I guess she was speaking at some at the uh, Human Rights Conference. So I guess if you're going to announce that kind of thing, that's a good place to do it. Yeah. But now, how did they react up there in Canada, Jamie? I mean, oh, was, I'm it a, sure was it a moment of pride? Uh, I haven't been paying attention, to be honest. I did, I did uh, see the something on Twitter about it. That's how I get my news lately. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I well you, maybe, know, James, you know, it was kind of a big. You know, Jamie, he wasn't pride. a Division three or two player, so they didn't care. So. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the ones that go to the CFL. Right. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're not concerned about Michael Sam because you know he'll play in the NFL. Although I'll tell you what, one of but, the greatest player coaches of all time, and in the Canadian Football League Hall of Fame, is one Ron Lancaster from right here in Bagwano, huh? I believe he coached here in Hamilton. Yes, he did. Yeah. Is he gay? Yeah. No, well, I don't know. Oh. He we don't know him. <laughs> I do know that he's dead. But. <laughs> See, I think everybody has to start making an announcement just so we're clear. I guess so. Know about anybody, really. Yeah, that's the kind of thing you'd want to know. Maybe they I should guess. have like a national coming out day. I should, you know, maybe I should should, should they do suggest that for oh they do. Yeah, I don't know what day it is. We'll have to. We, I, well, I'm sure you guys have it on a different day, a few days before we do. <laughs> <laughs> Darn! I thought I just thought of it myself. Darn. Huh? Yeah, well, but uh, well, maybe you know if they don't have one in Canada, you can. Uh, you can call up Ellen Page and see if she wants to set that up. Yeah, I think so. That sounds like but, a good uh, idea. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll get in touch with uh, with our friend Angie, and uh, she'll let us know what day is. Yeah, there. she probably come, knows how to go about I mean, getting that set up. She uh, she mentioned on Facebook the other day that the uh, the gay Olympics will be held in Cleveland. Oh, really? Yes, this Dad, summer. Are you going to be able to go? <laughs> I think I'll we lost what? Matt for a minute. Well, no, I'm here. Actually, if you have a national coming out day, you could talk about it 
over lunch. <laughs> Hello! Wu-Tang Fillmore here for Air Force Young. Ready for lunch, IWS wrestlers? If you like a good hamburger, try our Calvin Coolidge burger. We cook the beef until well done, so the meat doesn't make a sound. Cyrus Cow would have it no other way. Or try a giant sandwich inspired by a giant in American politics. Franklin Roosevelt. A well-made crab sandwich is increasingly hard to find, but not at our place. We use three layers of the best turkey, ham, roast beef, and bacon, and the freshest tomato and lettuce in our sandwich. Order this crab sandwich, and the only thing your hunger will fear will be the deliciousness of our crippled decker club. Maybe you like to nosh on a few appetizers. We got 'em. Try our Teddy Roosevelt-inspired. Speak softly and carry a big fried cheese on a stick. Ow! Another popular snack is our William McKinley buffalo rings. They are simply to die for. Ow! And don't forget to tell your lovely hostess. Kimchi pot. The special phrase IWS Radio. In order to receive a 25% discountenance. This is Wu Tang Fillmore for Air Force Young, and we love you long time. <laughs> All right. Awesome. And definitely. If you want to discuss when you know important things like National Coming Out Day, you do that over lunch. Absolutely. I don't know if I want to if I want to go to a Chinese restaurant and have a crab sandwich. <laughs> of course, of course you. <laughs> yeah, you want it to be a unique experience. Exactly, that's true, and it certainly would be in all its deliciousness. Instead of a toothpick down the middle, they put a chopstick. <laughs> hey, now, Jamie, now, you know, yes. you're on with us here. And speaking of Air Force Yum and all that, I saw this week where Canada repealed the law that allowed foreigners to basically buy their way into Canadian citizenship. Yeah, apparently you're not allowed to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, for, and they said. Tough for the rich people, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it used to be that, that you know, they, they could give the Canadian government like an $800,000 interest-free loan for, I don't know, five years or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they would be put on the uh, the, the path to citizenship. Yeah. I'm and it would be fair. repaid. And they said that, that this abrupt repeal of the law has left 56,000 Chinese <laughs> in limbo. <laughs> <laughs> you mean in Rimbo. In Rimbo. In Rimbo. <laughs> they were all looking to That's move to Vancouver. Yeah, they like to live in Vancouver. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do. Maybe a few were going to go to Toronto, but 
that's where it came to Uber. <laughs> cool. It's a sad state of affairs, isn't it? Yeah, it's unfortunate. And, and you know, they did that right before I got my uh, Powerball tickets, too. I mean, what if I won? All of a sudden, I wouldn't be able to buy my way into Canada. <laughs> I think you, you have to waited. be Sorry. You have to be what? I think you have to be Asian. Sorry. Oh, that is <laughs> racist. That is. Well, no, racist I, Canadian. Just like Sorry, Jay, man. You wouldn't be able to move into Saskatchewan. <laughs> <laughs> or Calgary. <laughs> uh-huh. Or Prince Edward Island. <laughs> There you get some good poutine out that way. Yeah, bet. Well, just for that, we're not giving uh, Ellen Page back. So there, we're t- we're keeping her. I'd love to keep Ellen Page. Mm-hmm. I heard that if, if you get like a, a petition signed with like a hundred thousand signatures or more, the White House has to review it and about uh, right. having Justin Bieber. Yeah. What is it? What is it called? Exported? No. What do they call it? Yeah. Deported. 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 Yeah. Well, we will export him, deport him. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's gone. Put him in a put him in a box and put him on a ship and send him north across the <laughs> Lake Erie. We can make the Americans okay. and the Canadians happy and ship him to Norway. How's that? There you go. <laughs> that. Yeah. He. Yeah. There was a story that he wants to move to Atlanta. Change, change his name to Bezel or something like that. Are you serious? No, that's what he changed his name to on Twitter. Bezel or Bedizzle or Brizzle or I don't know. JD, follow him. No, 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 no. But it was it oh, was okay. big news for for a while. Oh, okay. I thought you followed him. No. Oh. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. Maybe Why? I will. I think I'll start guys, following. I'll start following him. You guys get. I'll start tweeting. I know Courtney Stodden isn't going to re- reply to me. She's ignoring me. That's hurtful. <laughs> so maybe Justin will. I doubt it. I had to stop tweeting about him. I, every time I tweeted about him, I got followed by 57 13-year-old girls though, for a while. <laughs> I had to block them all. No. Only got followed by his fan club. You had to act like you were upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> He tried to discourage them. Yeah. Well, he tried in parentheses. <laughs> did the hey, best I could. Matt, did you hear Jay got his car washed this week? No, I didn't hear that. Damn right. Took it and washed it because you know what? It was sunny and in the 50s. <laughs> That's crazy. Really? I hadn't I heard that. Winter. Yeah, yeah. So I took it down there, got the and washed it. Did it myself, you know. When you say you did it yourself, did you have like a bucket and a rag and a hose or did you go through the car wash? No. No, no, no. You you know, you put the little money in the machine, you grab the little oh, the little wand, the washing wand. Yeah, and gotcha. And you oh, that's spray it all down and How's it go? Yeah, you give it a good like that. <laughs> Give it a good soaking. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm almost as good as that uh uh 
Oh, I can't remember his name. Michael something, that tall, skinny black guy does all the noises. He was in Spaceballs. Right, the guy in Spaceballs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lifted his uh, the visor on his helmet. He was, in a, he, he was anyway. on a TV show, too. I can't remember what uh-huh. it was. Yeah. Anyway, comedian, funny guy. Okay. Scintillating radio, right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I was doing the uh, sound effects while I was watching the car, too, you know. I well, noticed that Matt can always call on you to do your sound effects. <laughs> it was crowded. A lot of people down there. A lot of people with their big yeah. trucks washing them, getting all the salt and grime off of them. Now that now that it's all melted and it's warm here. <laughs> Freaking winter. It's supposed to be cold. Yeah. Well, it sounds like, J-Man, it sounds like your car is ready for a road trip. All clean and whatnot. Yeah, where should I go? Well, I don't know. Well, I have to ask Tammy Tibbles. Take time to love with Tammy Tibbles. You know that one thing you've always wanted to do? That road trip you've always wanted to take? The you you've always wanted to be. The life you've always wanted. The things you've always wanted to say. And the feelings you were afraid to feel. The one your heart truly loves. Just go for it. Yesterday's gone and you'll never get it back. Live for your tomorrows. Time is one of the most precious gifts we're given. So don't waste one moment of it. You're listening to I'm Stupid on the BTR Network, and I'm naked. That's hot. (laughs) You know know who I found out who Tammy Tibbles is? J-Man, you know? And Jamie, you know who Tammy Tibbles is? Who? She is the female Glenn Beck. Oh, he's, he's a very sensitive man. <laughs> very thoughtful. Very very pleasant. Very deep. Very deep. Wearing jeans. Wearing jeans that are made in America. Ah, uh, salvage quality. You won't get yeah, a hole in expensive. the knee before the brass buckle turns brown. <laughs> <laughs> These aren't your New York uh-huh. skinny jeans. These jeans are made Ooh. for work. They're made for real Americans, doing real American stuff. That's right. Yeah. Hey, we got a few more people wandered into the chat room. A few more guests. Excellent. Welcome and they to could the always call in. Yeah, they could always call in at 661-244-9852. And join the pajama party with J-Man, <laughs> myself, and Jamie. She's probably got win. maple leaves all over her pajamas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're just uh, having a little non-traditional family entertainment <laughs> night here. 
Yeah, and of course, we'd like to also remind those guests, if you'd like to participate in the chat room, you can by just going to blogtalkradio.com and registering. It's free and easy, just like your hosts. Hmm. I've been meaning to tell you guys that Jesse Ferg intro thing, whatever you call those. Mm-hmm. That, that thing is so cool. It really gets you, really gets you going. Mm-hmm. Fun to sing to. <laughs> oh my God! You, you mean this one? Hello, my name is Jesse Ferg. My name is Jesse Ferg, and I'm in the chat room. The dance, Jamie. <laughs> Ooh, Jesse Ferg. Jesse Ferg. I love how she says that. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. He's a heck of a guy too. Is he? Right there in uh, wherever the hell he is, Ohio. Oh, is he in Ohio too? You know why do you have to say it like that, Jay man? I can't because I can't remember the name of the town. <laughs> Marion. Marion, Ohio. Warren G. Harding. They're very right. good. Excellent. Yeah. There we go. Hometown it, of it, that, the great American president, Warren G. Harding. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was a bastion of truth, justice, in the American way. Absolutely. And, uh, and there was fun, another president. Oh, go ahead. What? No, go ahead. No, keep going. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say another president who. (laughs) It's funny you you, uh, mentioned Warren G. Harding and the presidents in general because we have J-Man. Sid Caesar was going to appear on the show tonight, (laughs) but he died. (laughs) So we have a replacement. So, uh, and he's talking presidential humor. So let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Swigwam Lounge and Comedy Palace here at the Shawnee Indian Casino and Resort. Filling in tonight for the late Sid Caesar, brother of the late yet legendary comedian Phyllis Diller. Here is the yet undead and soon-to-be-legendary Phil Dillard! Ah, good evening, everyone, and a happy Presidential Day weekend to you all. I am the soon-to-be-legendary Phil Dillard, and I have some presidential humor for you. I was born in 1937. Franklin Roosevelt was president. Few people know this, but FDR was an avid golfer, but he was terrible at it. He was so bad at golf, do you know what FDR's golf handicap was? Himself! Hamalima! Another little known fact about FDR. FDR and President James Buchanan had something in common. James Buchanan wanted to be married to a man, and FDR 
He was married to a man. Ha! I'm a lima. Knock, knock. Who's there? James K. Polk. James K. Polk who? Exactly. Ha! I'm a lima. <laughs> As he was appointed to both offices by President Richard Nixon, Gerald Ford is the only man to have been both vice president and president without being elected to either office. Subsequently, however, when Gerald Ford ran for a full presidential term against Jimmy Carter, he lost. Which means one thing and one thing only. In spite of his gross disrespect for the law, Nixon was a hell of a lot better at picking competent presidents than the American people were. Ha! I'm a lima! <laughs> William Henry Harrison. He was president of the United States for only one month. I think we should institute that type of term limit on our elected officials today. Ha! I'm a lima! <laughs> If Hillary Clinton is elected president in 2016, Abraham Lincoln is going to be one happy dead president because history will adjust the rankings of the ugliest presidents in U.S. history. And upon Hillary's inauguration, Honest Abe will drop from number one to number two. Ha! I'm a lima! <laughs> You're listening to the number one comedy show on Blog Talk Radio. Make sure to check out our website at iwsradio.com and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash iwsradio. Now that's comedy right there. You went to the bathroom on that one, didn't you, Jay? <laughs> no, no, I I sat through all of it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm a I'm a presidential history buff, so I wanted yeah. to hear it. And, you know, fascinating stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I got a few other things about presidents Certainly. you may not have known about. Yeah, well, and and first ladies, oh, and first really? ladies, and we were talking about Mr. Warren G. Harding, that good, decent human being that he was, uh-huh. <laughs> from Ohio, nonetheless. From Ohio, from uh, Marion, Ohio, I believe it was. Yeah. And uh, you know his wife, Florence. Mm-hmm. She was the first first lady to vote. Really? Oh, she was yeah, the first. Yeah, she was the first first lady to fly in an airplane. Mm-hmm. The first to operate a movie camera. She was the mm-hmm. first first lady to own a radio and invite movie stars to the White House. 
Well, she sounds like a heck of a lady, except for that yeah. being accused of poisoning her husband part. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to take the good with the bad. <laughs> exactly, and you know all those firsts for her. That's uh, why the, why she is the person that Helen Reddy wrote "I Am Woman" about. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, anyway, so she's a hell of a first lady. Yeah. She did a hell of a lot more than Warren did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's see what else we got. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought you had more. <laughs> yeah, here we got a few other things here. We got uh, Martha Washington, the first first lady, of course, was also uh-huh. the first uh, woman to be given the title of lady. By the American press, she was called Lady Washington, oh. which, uh, which of course meant that every time George had to give a speech in public, he had to say, "That's no lady, that's my wife." <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. sighs> uh-huh. <laughs> you write for Phil Diller, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see what else we got here. I don't know. Yeah, or oh, John, you know, John Tyler, uh, his wife uh, died. Uh, Leticia uh-huh. Tyler died, so he was elected as a uh, as a bachelor, and then he, while president, eloped and got married to Julia Tyler. How about that? That's pretty amazing. Yeah, they they met on ChristianMingle dot com. <laughs> You know that James K. Polk, after he left the presidency, moved to Atlanta, changed his name to Polk Zizzle, and became a rapper and a DJ. <laughs> oh, God. You know what Calvin Coolidge did after leaving the White House? Shouted. Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> exactly what he did while he was in the White House. Yeah. Of course, Ulysses S. Grant, the day after <laughs> Hayes was inaugurated, Grant posted a picture of a fifth of Wild Irish Rose and two 24-ounce cans of 211 on his Facebook page and said, party time, and nobody heard from him again. And he, he didn't even remember posting those. <laughs> no, uh-uh. <laughs> He was still cleaning up the Civil War bugler that he threw up all over. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, Pat Nixon was the first first lady to wear pants in public. Wow. Mhm. Huh? Yeah, not to be outdone, Betty Ford was the first first lady to be drunk in public. <laughs> that was just uncalled for, right there. And John F. Kennedy. <clears throat> Refuse to wear pants in public. <laughs> and of course, that brings us to Richard Milhouse Nixon. Yes. The president that was so amazing that they made a movie about him called All the President's Men. Oh, boy. The movie that Joshua <laughs> has reviewed for us. This week. I can't wait. 
Hey, it's Joshua with the IWS Hollywood Report and Movie Review, reporting live from Glittertown. Since we're celebrating President's Day, I have picked the perfect movie to review. It's All the President's Men, starring Robert Redford and Dustin Hoffman, filmed in 1976 on location in our nation's capital. The film was nominated for eight Academy Awards, and won for Art Direction, Sound, and Jason Robards won for Best Supporting Actor for his fabulous portrayal of Washington Post editor Ben Bradley. The movie is based on the book of the same title written by Carl Bernstein and asshole Bob Woodward. The rights to the book were purchased by Robert Redford, how you doing, big boy, for $450,000, the movie was made for a mere five million, and it earned seventy million at the box office. Mm-hmm. So it's 1972 in Washington D.C., and that dirty crook Richard Nixon is cruising towards a big win in the fall over great American George McGovern. Why? Because America makes bad decisions. That's why. On a cold, lonely night. Bob Woodward, played by Redford, is sleeping all alone, poor baby, in his little apartment when he gets a phone call. His bosses at the Washington Post tell him there's been a break-in at National Democratic Headquarters and he needs to get down to the courthouse and cover it like this instant, young man. So Woodward hurries down there. He gets the names of the men who are arrested and then, when they're arraigned, the judge asks them where they work and they answer, the CIA. Dun, dun, dun. And boy, Bob Woodward knew he was onto something big. Carl Bernstein, played by Hoffman, is also assigned the story by the Washington Post. Most of the movie, we just follow Woodward and Bernstein, or Woodstein, as they're called, as they try to navigate their way around official Washington and keep getting stonewalled by people who are afraid of Richard Nixon, his Attorney General John Mitchell, and that worthless piece of human debris, G. Gordon Liddy. Mm-hmm. They struggle to get anyone to talk on the record, and Woodward starts meeting regularly with a mysterious man nicknamed Deep Throat. They would meet in the middle of the night in parking garages. This is all so ironic because I have met many men in the middle of the night in parking garages who I would also nickname Deep Throat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the suspense builds and builds as Woodstein get closer and closer to the truth and you can feel the danger rising. The movie does a great job of making us feel the intensity of Woodstein's love. I mean their fears as they clearly begin to fear for their own lives. It's obvious that Nixon and his scumbags will do anything they have to to hang on to power. The movie never, ever lets us feel sorry for those dirtballs. 
Eventually, Woodward gets all the details that he needs, and Nixon and his thugs are thrown out of office. Nixon is forced to resign. Gerald Ford, who was never even elected vice president, hello, becomes the president of the United States. And this all sets the stage for Jimmy Carter to be elected president in 1976 and leave us all wondering if it was worth it. All the President's Men is a great movie with powerhouse performances from some of the best actors of their or any generation. I highly recommend it to anyone who is a presidential history buff or just a fan of good movies. This has been Joshua with the IWS Radio Hollywood Report and Movie Review. Stay fabulous! You're listening to IWS Radio on the BTR Network. Be sure to catch us on the internet at IWSRadio.com. Yeah, good movie. <laughs> I've never seen it. You ever seen like it? No. Oh, yeah, I was wondering if Joshua's come out either way. You've never seen that movie, <laughs> Jamie? No, I never have. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'll have to look for it. Well, you should, because yeah. it's an American movie, and people need right. to see everything <laughs> made in America. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, I've seen the movie several times, but mm-hmm. when uh, when Mark Felt publicly announced that he was Deep Throat, <laughs> I couldn't watch it anymore because I was so disappointed. Disappointed. <laughs> Biggest letdown ever. <laughs> and the creepiest thing about that, J-Man, was how the family was loving it. They had their five uh-huh. minutes. Oh, look at my nearly dead father. Uh huh. Here we are, all oh, standing in God, our driveway. It was creepy. Here's our I'll dad what, who Jamie. ratted out the president. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Jamie. You should watch it because I have watched the movie uh, All the Trudeau's Men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so it's only fair. Yeah. Uh huh. It was a very it's a little different. It was very likable, and his wife was hot. <laughs> he watched it on he watched it on porntube. dot com. You porn? Don't they call that Skinamax or something like that? Yeah, well, they should. <laughs> hey, J Man. Yes. Speaking of presents, yes. my brother Marty. He went to Cape Disappointment this weekend. Huh. Did he? In Oregon, yeah. To see where uh I've been there a few Lewis times. And Clark Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To see where Lewis and Clark's expedition ended. You know, under the guise of President Thomas Jefferson. Let's try right. to call him and see if he's available. <laughs> A tradition unlike any other. 
Okay. Oh, we canceled that call. <laughs> Great. <laughs> You're canceling. <laughs> Damn! It was, I was wanting to know if he was. <laughs> it was, <laughs> and I was wanting to ask him if he was pretending to be Meriwether or Clark. <laughs> and plus, well, you know what? I I was waiting on J Man. His wife went with him, and I wanted to say, "Could we talk to Sakatamia?" <laughs> <laughs> And notice I, I'm clever. I used Meriwether Lewis's first name. Lewis and yes, Clark, I, yeah, I, Lewis. I caught yeah. it. See, you didn't have yeah. to explain it, Jay. Eh? I know, I know. <laughs> anyway, that's unfortunate that he wasn't there. <coughs> Those Mahoney's will let you down every time, won't they? Yep. But you know who won't let you down? Who? Wu-Tang Fillmore. Because it's getting Never. late. It's I'm getting great. late. It's, yeah, it's dinner time, baby. Wu-Tang Fillmore for Apple Shum. We have plenty of dinner entrees from which to choose. One popular dish is our Chester A. Arthur Mutton Chops. These mutton chops are big and delicious, just like Chester's, minus the hair. Not a grunting for mutton? A rising star on our dinner menu is the other white meat, in the form of our uber juicy James K. pork chops. These chops are butter fried and stuffed with spinach, blue cheese, and seasoned with copious amounts of obscurity. Who knew that our 11th president tasted so good? How? We also offer tribute to former White House wizard George W. Bush for a big Texas-sized appetite. Try our Iraqi lamb. Upon trying this dish, President Bush said to me, Dang, these are some good. We also offer great Italian fans. Start off with our Benjaminastroni Harrison soup, followed by a James A. Garfield of arugula salad, and top off your repast with our award-winning Harry Trumanicotti. Are you more of a fan of seafood and Obama? We've got you covered. Try either our oysters for Rockefeller, or in honor of Barack's First Lady, our boiled, not fried, Michelle Fish Pan. Ready for dessert? Try our Andrew Johnson impeachment cobbler. Or our Sherbert Hoover. Well, there you have a menu fit for a president. And don't forget, if you like the food here and want to come back again and again, sign up for huge discounts by purchasing our William H. Tapp Freakin' Dinner Card. This is Wu-Tang Fillmore for Air Force One. And remember, no matter who you are at Air Force Yum, we take care 
of all of your orders like in an executive order. Oh. Yeah, I could probably go for some of that. Harry yes, true man, Akati. Akati, <laughs> that's a hard one to say too. <laughs> yeah, it is. Didn't seem that hard till I started trying to say it. <laughs> Not as hard as Benjamin. Hair <laughs> uh, Minestrone or whatever it was. <laughs> Man. Uh. Well, I guess, you know, you have to be the creator and the guy who made all these meals. And, you know, you'd really be able to pronounce them right. Yes. I'll tell you what. Yeah. If I went we there. Had a, I was thinking if we had a Russian president uh, restaurant theme kind of thing, we could have um, Vladimir Putin short ribs. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Do that. You talk about a short man syndrome guy. Poor fellow. Uh huh. Yeah. Of course, my favorite. Five four, five two. He's not a big man. He's a short one. Yeah. My favorite Russian president was Boris. Buy me another one, Yeltsin. (laughs) (laughs) I like Gorbachev because he had that really cool birthmark. Or whatever that mm-hmm. was on his head. Tattoo so. of Italy. It was, a pun- yeah. it was probably a punch mark from Putin. <laughs> probably so. Putin got on a stool and punched him one day. <laughs> Whacked him with a with a stick. Or he's a doing sickle. something he didn't like. Yeah, he's doing something he didn't like. He started hitting him with a stick. Nit, 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 nit. Okay, <laughs> guys, I think I'm going to go and uh, powder my nose, if you know what I mean. <laughs> no, I don't. What do you mean by that? <laughs> you're going to be Very thinking funny. of us while you're doing it, aren't you? <laughs> of course. <I> hope so. Ooh. <laughs> Jamie, before you go. Yeah. What other holidays do you have coming up before ours? Is know. Easter early? Is <laughs> Ash Wednesday on a Tuesday? Nope. Yeah. Same day. You'll do Memorial Day sometime in March? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I'll consult my calendar and get back with you guys. All right. Hey, have your people call our people. I will. <laughs> Anyways, it's been fun hanging out with you guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you. Anytime. With it. Anytime. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs> Au revoir. Oh. Oh, <laughs> All right. Man. That was Jamie. Oh, God. A voice made for radio. Mm-hmm. And a body made A wonderful for human life. being. <laughs> she is. She's a sweetheart. Yep. <clears throat> and so now, Jay, it's minute. just you and I, and that's kind of icky. Yeah, it's a, it's a little awkward now. <laughs> it's like we're in Here the we are with locker room after the basketball game now. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, Jamie leaves, and here we are, sitting here with no pants on. Uh-huh. All right. Of course, anybody who wants to, we still got 11 minutes. Anybody wants to call in, shoot the breeze yeah. with us for a bit. Six six one two four four nine eight five two. Nine eight five two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's up? Anything Actually, else? Jay, we'll, Jay, we'll just do dead air until someone calls in. <laughs> we'll just sit here. Uh-huh. Well, actually, I'll tell you what, Jay, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you know, Jamie, she left us with love. You know who else loves a lot? And that would be who? Tammy Tibbles. Darn Tammy you know it. Did she do the road trip or the VD day? Earlier. Road trip. She did road trip. <laughs> she did road trip? Well, I'll tell yeah. you what, she celebrated She celebrated <laughs> Valentine's Day the other day like no one else she did. Uh-huh. Take time to love with Tammy Tibbles. Remember this, as Valentine's Day is only a few hours away, you should always make your heart's desire feel special all the time. To take this one day a year and make them feel even more special. After all, if you love them, they're worth it. PJs, fluffy pillows, my comfy bed, a little TV, and my new favorite song to drift off to dream. Dream sweet. This is God Almighty. And when I need Almighty laugh, I listen to I'm with Stupid on Long Talk Radio. Yeah. Always, always deep. Lots of great advice. Thoughtful, timely, loving. Mm -hmm. Here's a cool story for you, Matt. I'm ready. Comes from your neck of the woods, too. Not far oh, from boy. Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Straight out of the Columbus Dispatch. <clears throat> a <Yeah>. woman <laughs> by the name of Sheila Rainia Crabtree uh-huh. hated her name so much. Mm-hmm. Sheila. She hated Sheila. That uh-huh. she has legally changed her name to yes. Sexy Rania Crabtree. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Her request was granted by Judge Robert Hoover in the Licking County Probate Court. <laughs> <laughs> I know where Licking County is. <laughs> Just uh-huh. a couple hours north of Big Bone State Park. In <laughs> <laughs> yep. Beaver Lake, Kentucky. Yep. Uh (laughs) Wonderful area of the country there Uh Anyway So uh, her her official name is So you can You are not sexually harassing her And she comes in at work and you say Hey sexy sexy. (laughs) That's right Uh 
How you doing? You could even say, how you doing, sexy? And you're not harassing her. Boy, it's she doesn't know okay what she's gotten herself into, does she? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of weird that she was okay with Crabtree. But it was <laughs> she left it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't think any woman would want crab anywhere in her name, you know? No, God. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> now you did mention earlier, of course, that uh, Sid Caesar passed away this week, and so we did want to send yeah. a, a very heartfelt and tearful IWS radio shout out to uh, our friend and and colleague and colleague Sid Sid Caesar. He's the one who introduced um, uh, America Television to sketch comedy. And, of course, J-Man, when I uh, mentioned him earlier in the show, Schmoop thought he had been dead for 10 years, but that's okay. Oh, so did I. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, they showed a picture of him. Why don't I just move out and you move up here? (laughs) Yeah. Well, they said Sid Caesar had died, and I thought, he's got to be 150, right? But, uh. (laughs) I thought he died when James Garner did. (laughs) Well, they showed a picture of him, and I realized, I thought, no, that's what it is. It was Soupy Sales who died. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) And we miss miss him every day. Every day. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. No, I, I you know I thought he I thought Sid Caesar died shortly after playing the coach in Greece. <laughs> yeah. Why did I know you were going to say that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's a great story for you, Matt. What's that? Supermodel Janice Dickinson has been going to China and getting stem cell. Injections. Good. That chick is freaky looking. <laughs> well, not anymore. Apparently, the stem cell injections has turned her her skin beautiful and, and just rosy pink skin everywhere. Yeah. It's very smooth. Oh, she is. No, and, no, uh, no. It, and she no. says that, oh, Matt, she says that her vagina is the smoothest it has been since she was a teenager. That's fine, but she still looks like a skeleton. Oh, she's creepy looking. Oh, it'd be like fucking a mummy. <laughs> well, she and her boyfriend went to China. They both got the injections, and then the next day... Is her boyfriend's the name too sex- common? <laughs> oh. So they, they had the best sex they had had in months. It was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Got a guy in Broward County who uh, uh, attempted to carjack somebody, but uh, it all went went awry when uh, he realized it was a standard shift car and he can't drive a standard. <laughs> That's classic. That's the way it should be. That's justice right there. I can just see him. He points a gun at a dude. Get out of the car. Get out of the car. Don't shoot me. Don't shoot uh-huh. me. 
and he starts to take off, and it's like, and the guy's standing in the road going, don't burn up my clutch. <laughs> Jerk. And the robber's going, what the hell is this third pedal? <laughs> Well, Bram Beasley was in the room, J-Man, and he's logged out since. He didn't even call us. What's up with that? I don't know. He didn't. We love Bram Beasley. Yeah, we're big fans. And you know who else has a lot of love in his heart? Who? Buddy Acapella. Hey! Buddy Acapella here, wishing you a happy Valentine's Day, the only way I can, through music, because you're my hero. Oh, you didn't know that? Did I ever tell you you're my hero, my knight in shining armor? You're everything I wish I could be. Other than myself. Well, I can fly than an eagle. Cause you are the wind, the big, sexy, blustery wind beneath my wings. Hey! And if we ever did fall from the sky, you and I would be safe because. You know what you and I are? We are islands in the stream. That is what we are. No one in between. How can we be wrong? What? Sail away with me to another world. And we rely on each other. Hey! From one lover to another. Mm-hmm. And you know what? <laughs> In that stream of Valentine's love, if we're lucky enough, we'll get to see another adorable couple. Muskrat Susie, hey, Muskrat Sam. Do the jitterbug out in Muskrat land, then they shimmy. Whoo, and Sam is so skinny. And they whirl, and they twirl, and they tango, yeah. Slinging and jingin' the jango, ha! Floating like the heavens above, it looks like muskrat love. Hey! Happy Valentine's Day from your friend, Buddy Acapella. Hey! <laughs> All right, then. All right. By the what a jam-packed show, Jay, man. <clears throat> oh, it was. Just a few seconds left. Thanks to everybody for listening. Live. Come back and listen to the archives. <laughs> let's play a song and get out of here. All right. Let's, uh, we just did. Let's play another one.
Great show as always, J-Man. Outstanding, Matt Man. Good job. See you all next week. Probably. (laughs) And thanks for Jamie (laughs) chiming in and Jesse in the chat room. And everybody listening out there live. 